What's up? I am Blake Jameson. I am here with Carla and Ashley, and we're going to chit-chat about a little bit of art, a little bit of sculpture, a little bit of inventions, oh, right? I hear you I have a little it. art invention. I do, maybe. We can get awesome. into it. Awesome. And Carla, preparing for your NFT drop. I know. It's uh, exciting. <laughs> yeah. Like, where, where do you guys want to start stylistically? Let's start with Carla. She just had her launch today, so tell us about that. Awesome. Well, I do have to give you a little credit, Blake. Um, Thank you. Where it's deserved. And, like, Ashley. And everybody that I've met so far through Worsta and Worst Collabs, like, I knew nothing about NFTs. I came into this space when I went to Miami with you guys, and I met you, Blake, and I had all these, like, really cool conversations and interactions and meetings and things that I was, like, in just to learn from, and it really inspired me to, like, do something right so like before art basel 2021 right yeah yeah Yeah. art basel 2021 before that coming in to that space had you been to art basel before no so it was like the most phenomenal three days of my life amazing (laughs) for sure (laughs) it's awesome and like what context were you there like were you there to like just scope out cool art were you there to like do networking like professionally like what was i guess like the coming into it what were you thinking i just really went to learn and like look at everything i possibly could to see what this space was about not only seeing really cool art um at the event itself but then going to these different nft uh, forums and you know meeting you and talking to different people that are doing different projects i found just a lot of inspiration from it and how collaborative it is coming from a photography background. I don't know if you know this, but photographers are so hush hush. Like we don't share things. We don't share locations. We don't share cool things. Like back when I first started doing photography, you had to like figure things out. And then I come into this like NFT space and I meet you guys and everybody is so collaborative and wants to share all the information and like, just talk about what they're doing and how they're doing it and there's no secrets like everybody wants to encourage each other in the space which i found was like amazing so you came to art basel with the thought or intention or idea of like learning more about web the web three yeah i had nothing i I had no context i just knew people were selling art and digital files for money and i was like what what do you mean? Like, what is this? What is this context? <laughs> I was like, how do I want? I need to know more. Right. So that's why I went. That's awesome. And then, what was that process like coming back, December of last year, landing back at home, absorbing kind of what you had learned and, and seeing it, Art Basel, and like, how did that like manifest or or evolve into what you're working on now? I came back. I honestly slept for a day because I don't think I slept the whole time in Miami. I got COVID. Yeah, oh, I slept no. for I slept for like a week after that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I came back and just like there was so much information, and I honestly was overwhelmed because I was like, where do I even start? Like, how do what what do I do? What do I put together? I have this huge amount of art that's just on hard drives that I've done for the past right. 10, 15 years that I don't do anything with. So like all right, let's start going through those hard drives. I started pulling stuff out, pulling files out, pictures that I loved, art that I've done, and then started compiling these like ideas of, okay, can I mix things together? Do I just use my regular photography just on its own by itself? Mm -hmm. And I just really started making stuff like 
thinking about ways to use it in an interesting and new way. And like it lit a fire under my butt. I don't think I put my iPad down for like two months. I was just like on it, drawing, doing and things. From a photography standpoint, are you focused on a particular, like do you do portraits? Are you doing street art photography? Is it is it a mix of wherever you are with your camera? Like what would you say your focus or niche is, if there is one, I guess, relative to that? I think I do a little bit of everything, but if I bring it back to like why I fell in love with photography in the first place, it was really the human form. Like when I was in a black, um, black room, dark room, sorry. <laughs> it's like the dark room with the black yeah. walls. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In the dark room back in the day, I processed film. I developed my own photographs and I did a lot of like figures and like um, fine art nudes and things like that. And so when I started looking at some of the ways that I can incorporate my nature photography, because I love doing pictures when I travel, my husband and I go to Japan often, so I have a lot of like really cool images from Japan. Um, I started thinking of ways that I can incorporate why I fell in love with photography in the first place and what I like to do now. That's awesome. Fun fact, in high school, uh, I turned 16 and I grew up in like a I don't know, upper middle class family that's did fine. But like a lot of my friends, I, I grew up in a, in Marin County, which is like a, a well off area. I would say comparable to Marin County. I was on like the lower end of that. And so like all my friends were turning 16 at the same time. They were all getting cars, you know, and, and my parents are like, Hey, your 16th birthday's coming up. Like, what are you thinking? I don't know if a car is in the cards, but like my parents each had a car. They're like, maybe we can give you one of our cars. I'm like, I don't want a car. They're like, what do you want? I was like, I want an enlarger. I want a Bessler CB7, and I want to build a dark room out in the barn. That's amazing. And they're like, are you serious? That's they're awesome. like, what, is, what does that cost? I'm like, the enlarger is about 600 bucks used. They're like, so they were like so stoked. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, <laughs> amazing! Like we don't have to get him a car. So like, I got a, I got a, a, a dark room basically for nice. my 16th birthday, uh, and like, am still like very passionate about photography. It's, it's not the medium that people know me for but I like enjoy it love film photography developing my own stuff uh, I love that so anyways yeah I love, I love black rooms too <laughs> I was like the dark room the black <laughs> yeah no fun fact um my dad was a photographer when we lived in New York when I was little and he had a dark room in one of the bathrooms and so when I was like four or five years old I was in there helping him develop his film and like you know flash forward 15 years then I was doing it after he was doing it <laughs> that's awesome. yeah so it's that's cool I didn't yeah. know that about you I yeah, like that same. my dad was a photographer in in high school and in college and he photographed some he ended up in some crazy he has some crazy stories the James Brown portrait that I have upstairs is based on a photograph that he took in 1969 of James oh my gosh Brown. um but yeah like even like in high school when I was in photography class I was using his camera Nice. Uh, so yeah, same same that. here. <laughs> same here. Yeah, I still have that camera. It's sitting yeah. in my like yeah. on display in my yeah, living room. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's rad. Ashley, mm -hmm. I don't know where to start. I think that um, I mean I'm most fascinated in in this building is the the controller chandelier, <laughs> and you know just from speaking with you a little bit about it last night of knowing like the origin a little bit of the origin story of you kind of talking to the other. Employees and coworkers and colleagues yeah. and stuff, and then them kind of like being like, I don't know, like what the, what are you doing, right? Like, yeah, talk us through like 
like that that's a really cool piece yeah thank you Blake um yeah so I came up with this idea to do like uh, an old remote controller installation chandelier type thing and kind of when I told some of the employees about it they were like why like what's the point like is it going to be cool kind of doubting it and I was like I just think it'll add something to the space um and it actually worked out really cool to where all the people that have been visiting this week have been that's been like their piece like I've seen people walk by taking pictures of it like pointing of it pointing at it and saying like oh that's so cool and um it's kind of it relates to a conversation that me and Mike O'Day were having last night about how oftentimes like when you're an artist like the pieces that you're most anxious about or the pieces that you think nobody will like or that people like when you give them the idea they just like instantly don't like it those ones often end up being the best yeah like the polarizing stuff a little bit um versus like i i've had some paintings that i've absolutely loved and i've put them on social media and stuff and they've like gotten a very low response versus I did one painting, it was like one of the first reels I did, it was a painting I absolutely hated. (laughs) Like, I cannot stand to look at it, and I was like, whatever, I'm gonna make a reel about it. And I got the most views on a reel I've ever had, and like, most likes, and I, more likes than I even get on my personal Instagram page, and I was like, this is so strange. It's it's interesting how that happens for artists. It's that um, perspective is just so different for everyone, and it's just cool to see that something that people didn't have as much faith in actually ended up being the, the thing that um, got the most attention at our event. So it's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think as an artist, like, if I'm showing somebody my work, pretty much the worst thing that can possibly happen is then be like, oh, that's cool. And then just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. it, like, being, like being like right in the middle, like, oh, that, that's nice. Like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's like, I, I want people to either be like, yo, I love this piece, mm-hmm. right? Or, I, I don't, it, and people aren't going to be like, yo, I don't, li- I hate that, yeah. right? They're going to be like, more like, I don't get it, or like, you know, or, or whatever, which is fine. Like, still internally, I think it's like, they don't like the piece. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's cool. It's not yeah. for you, right? Yeah. It's for, it's for the people on the other end of that spectrum that are like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, and that that's a really, really dope piece. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's why the space is so like difficult sometimes for artists because it's like every single audience that you're around, every single person that you meet, they might like something totally different than what you make. And what you make could be absolutely amazing, but like for that particular person slash audience, maybe they like abstract and you're doing realism and they're like, oh, that's terrible. But like this abstract over here is really cool and like someone else might perceive that as like vomit. You're like it's so it's so weird how subjective art is, but no. I feel like as creators we have to get comfortable with the notion that like not everybody's gonna like what you make, but that doesn't mean that it's bad. And I think that's an important lesson to learn. And I'm learning it. I mean definitely no one would like I don't think anyone there's no single thing that everyone just agrees on except for maybe what's on your shirt which is like a good transition right into that project. Like (laughs) that's like a cool thing about like seeing that shirt earlier, even before knowing it was a project and me being like, I would rock that. I want to hit her up for one of those, like see where, see where she got that. Right. Yes, please. (laughs) Yes, I will. Tell us about be a good human. Um, so I started a foundation called the be a good human education foundation. And it's a bunch of different pieces that kind of made this puzzle come together. Um, I, as a teacher, as an art teacher, did murals with my students a lot, and I would always have to fundraise, and I would always have to figure out ways to get the funds to be able to take the kids to do these projects. And in my mind, I was like, 
how much easier would it be if there was some sort of grant for this type of stuff which there are there are little like city of georgetown has a great arts and culture board and they do projects like this but you know they're not for everybody not everybody can come and ask for money um so if i can be a little piece of that puzzle to help fund a community project and just kind of help beautify your city or whatever that looks like if you want to do a mural if you want to make a garden stuff like that and then as an art teacher and an art student myself i had a really hard time finding scholarships to help me pay for school like there's not a lot of scholarships for kids in the arts um so this year with my student vincent whose art is upstairs i was helping him kind of talk through like what are your next steps because he's he just graduated and in the process of like talking about graduation where do you see yourself going and what do you want to do and he was like well you know I can't really afford to go to college so I'm going to work and you know and that's that's fine not everybody has to go to college but I feel like it's unfortunate that a lot of people who are into the arts don't have the ability to get the funds to even if it's just a workshop to like perfect your craft or go to an event like art basel and like learn more things like those types of things i think are super important in like continuing the enrichment of the arts in people's lives right and so just kind of all these little puzzle pieces where like i want to give grants i want to be able to help kids do stuff in the arts if they want to do that because there's like the stigma of the starving artist so people think oh i can't do that as a career because i'm not going to make it yeah it's not an easy career to get into but it doesn't mean that you're not going to make it like there are definitely things you can do and especially if you're mentored at a young age figure out how to get there a little bit easier than someone like me who had to like figure it out along the way and like lots of like mistakes which i know everybody has to make them but if i can help like help them make a little bit less and like get there a little bit faster like how cool would that be you know yeah. so i always tell him when you're famous you better not forget about me yeah. <laughs> you know like when you're making the big bucks like Credit remember you, Carla. yeah <laughs> yeah and what so what is is be a good human like localized with like students that you know in person or is or is it bigger i mean you're like tapping into web3 and and nfts and the blockchain like what's it's bigger bigger than that right it is it's kind of the web3 so when i was talking to the worstas about like how this nft space is going and like where i could possibly be in it and what i could do with it and matt had mentioned like, hey, what if like in turn you kind of gave back to the kids? And I was like, I love that idea, right? Like why not sell NFTs? And then a portion of it goes to fund scholarships and a portion of it obviously goes to me because <laughs> he doesn't love a little um, bit of pay for their art. But that's how the foundation came to be. Cause I was like, well, I can't just take money and then say I'm gonna give it. Like I wanna put something behind my word. So if I start this foundation, it's legitimate. The state of Texas knows it exists. You know, the IRS know I, ex- I exist You got a now. bank account inbound. Yeah, I'm gonna get a bank account on Monday, I you know, know, like, so all the things are in like the process of making this as legitimate as I can make it. So people can trust when they buy my NFTs, like, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to make sure that a portion of it goes to the foundation. I'm going to make sure that I continue the fundraising efforts and even maybe mentor these kids into turning their art into NFTs as well. So there's like a whole big picture and I hope that it goes national one day and I'm able to like offer tons of money. Uh, But I know right now it's starting local (laughs) baby steps, right? They were saying earlier, like slow is good. I'm trying to learn that. I'm like, like, where's all the money? I want to give out all the money. (laughs) <laughs> to all my kids but 
Um, but yeah, it's, hopefully one day it'll be something amazing. And like the fact that it stands for something good and it's encouraging people to be good humans, I think says a lot. It's awesome. Yeah. Ashley, yes. what is on the horizon for you specifically? I think I'm curious, like in the web three world, like you're, you are in a great position. You get to see all, all this happening around you. Like sure. worst is, is awesome. Like on, on the tech side and design side, like you guys are doing so much in the web three space as you kind of navigate that and, and see it applying to your own art practice. Like, what are you kind of thinking? What do you want to do? Like, or what's the, pr- what's the, what's the move? I That's keep telling her, I'm like, make question. your art into NFTs. Yeah, <laughs> and I've been playing with the idea, especially this week. I've had like, since my art's been hanging on the wall, several people have asked me like, are these also NFTs? Are you going to make them into NFTs? And I'm like, they're not yet. I've considered the option, but like, now that the week is kind of over, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make them an NFTs for sure. Amazing. Um, it's a fantastic first step. Yeah. I think. Like. And I'm so new to the space. It's like, I obviously don't have a plan as to what I'm going to do with them afterwards, etc. But I've been kind of talking with some of our developers to see if we can take those ones that I painted on the walls, make them into NFTs and make them animated. Because um, like, some of my work when you see it has a lot of like ribbons moving and swirling and i think it'd be a really cool um effect for them to have in like an nft form just make it a little bit cooler to have I but love that. after that we'll, we'll figure it out tbd <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome. but she also invented something really cool yeah oh yeah let's, let's do that kind of uh, the events the invention idea yeah let's hear it so palette related can't tell you everything because you know I'm trying to get a patent trade right secrets. now but fair enough you know <laughs> insider trading but no <laughs> <laughs> um so a couple of years ago when i was in college well several years ago kind of but i was in college and i was in a marketing class and they had us make a product out of metal bottle caps that are on like beer bottles yeah and i was with a group of all boys who were like all finance majors everything like knew nothing about anything and we had to come up with this product and i was like how about we do like a paint palette and they didn't understand at all they were like why would we do that that doesn't make sense and i explained it to them and so basically we um came up with an idea i came up with an idea to create a paint palette that solves several struggles that i feel like we have with palettes now which is that they're very wasteful like generally they're made of glass which like you can clean but is dangerous for kids and wood is hard to clean plastic you just throw that away otherwise you use paper plates or whatever the heck you have around the house and it's like I kind of wanted to fix that wasteful problem and also make something more like flexible for artists. So I created a palette that gave you the ability to have a very customizable paint palette that's like super flexible. You can do literally whatever you want. Magnets or what? So that original idea was magnets because it was with the bottle caps. So, um, but that is being played with to see what exactly we're going to do instead of magnets we could still end up being that way but Mm. um but it also ideally would be made out of recyclable materials so that we're taking like all this waste that like art creates and just like recycling it into something new that people can have for a long time so yeah that's awesome i love it i love that too 
And it would also my art be a teacher little more kid is like, friendly. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And part of like my idea with it was like this is something that like students can use in school. So mm-hmm. I wanted to make it very kid friendly, nothing sharp, nothing that anybody can choke on, you know, mm-hmm. depending on how old they are. Yeah. But um, I think it'd be a cool opportunity for schools to have them like just like toss the paints around the freaking art room when somebody needs a different color it's just it's kind of like a collaborative palette in my eyes i like that that's very cool Mm -hmm. well i think uh i got i gotta jump on a flight back to la keep crushing on a on a little art project but before we go can we get each of you guys give a little shout out your twitters or like however people can like follow you keep up with with your projects uh or your inventions yeah uh yeah let's take them home yeah for sure so if you want to follow me on twitter instagram my at is at art by ashes a-s-h-e-s so give me a like and a follow appreciate you (laughs) i like that um so for the project i've been on my twitter so it's carla k-a-r-l-a Grizz GRZ NFT. So Carla Grizz NFT. Um, just look it look it up and I'll put all the updates and all the shout outs and all the things to all the wonderful people that have kind of inspired me along the way. So that's awesome. And yours, Blake. Yeah, Blake. Hey, I'm Blake Jameson on Twitter. <laughs> Athlete portraits. Athlete portraits on Instagram. <laughs> and yeah. thank you, Blake, for sitting here yeah, with us and thank talking to us. We so appreciate your yeah. time. I love your nails. Thank you. Yeah, they're, they're really nice. Don't I, usually, <laughs> I, like, I usually have mine painted, and I realize I, oh, that. I, paint them, that. I paint them for every conference. And I, I like, I mean, I was my flight was at five in the morning to come to Consensus. I had to leave the, leave for the airport at three. I worked at the studio till two. Went home, showered, threw stuff in a backpack, yeah. and dipped. And then I was like on the plane, like, oh, fuck. oh no! You should have asked me. I, I would have honestly, like, piece. had I had extra time through when I was here, I would have like popped into a CVS, got a little, got a little polish and done yeah. them up. But that's all right. Next time. Great. Next time. Yeah. yeah, NYC NFT, NFT NYC. I'll definitely have uh, <laughs> some type of painted nails. Do the whole rainbow. Yeah. I hope to have a oh. reunion in uh, Miami with you guys. So. Yeah. We'll be there. Yes. December 2022. Same Ooh. place, same time. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Awesome. Dope. Thank you, ladies. Thank, Thank you so you much. Yeah.